Make it your own. This is Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. Today's episode is Clever Ways to Add Character to Your Home. So many homes, freestanding homes, townhomes, apartments, they don't really come with any character baked in. They might be using very basic materials, the interior and exterior might not really have a definite personality, and a lot of the rooms can just be white cubes. And there's nothing wrong with living in or purchasing a house like that at all. In fact, it could be a blank slate. And we're going to tell you so many things that you can do today to make that type of home your own. Or if you already have a home that's got a great style and some character to it, of course, take these tips and add on. Well, right. And sometimes it's a blessing that it's a blank slate because I'd rather add something new that that I like rather than take out something old that I don't like. So I'd rather have no wallpaper than something awful that I have to remove and then put in something nice. So it's kind of nice starting with a new house that doesn't have much detail. But, you know, I've told you, Kelly, that we were looking at some houses. And so the last couple days, Evie and I went and looked at some houses just to kind of see what's out there and see if we were interested in moving, if we weren't. And it's very interesting how few houses there are that really have nice details. And it really didn't, I looked at a wide range in prices pretty low to pretty high. Yeah, it was a little disappointing. There wasn't a lot really special about the houses. What I would suggest is you want to respect the style of the home. So if the home that you're living in or you're going to purchase does have a specific style, then you're going to want to stay within that vernacular, particularly on the exterior. A lot of the homes that we were talking about that fall into this this range that really needs some character added to them are pretty basic. So you can maybe imagine your basic ranch or a house that is really not easily identifiable. And then within reason, you can make it reflect a certain style. Maybe you have a very basic ranch, you could go sort of craftsman-y, or you could do modern farmhouse, or you could do something really contemporary. I would say stay away from Victorian or true farmhouse or something Georgian. You know, if you've got a basic house that doesn't already have some of the characteristics of those very definable styles, you're probably not going to want to be adding gingerbread and and a porch to a, a ranch house. But you can do so much with a house that is basically just very simple, kind of undefinable style and that has an interior that is just simple rooms, usually painted white uh, when you're initially looking at them, Um, you can do so many things. So let's start with the exterior. The front door. Anita was talking about the front door in our last episode on saving and splurging and how you can really upgrade the whole look of your home with a different front door. So picture a very simple ranch home. And as a caveat, these simpler homes, oftentimes you're going to be able to get them at a better price point because other people don't have vision. So That's if true. you listen to this podcast, you probably have your own vision, right? And then you, then you're learning things as we go along with our decorating tips and tricks. So you'll be able to maybe get a house that other people would pass by because it kind of looks like the plain Jane. I digress. Let's get back to the front door. <laughs> so if you had a very simple ranch house and you decided, oh, I'd like to kind of go in a little bit of the craftsman look, 
you could get a gorgeous door like Anita has, a gorgeous craftsman door. Okay, the door is now making a statement. Then maybe you want to add some plantings even that are going to reflect that. Maybe a mailbox that would also carry through that theme. Maybe you decide to paint the exterior of the house in some of the craftsman colors. So something that's inspired by nature, maybe a green or a brown or something like that. So you can transform the exterior of one of these houses that you might drive right by uh, thinking, eh, you know, little plain Jane house, not much going on. But wow, if you just take the time to think about it and see what is there to be transformed. Yeah. And I've seen that a lot in some areas uh, in Houston where there's a, it's a ranch style house. There's a lot of them here and they've made some upgrades to the front of the house and then gutted the inside a lot of times. And it just looks completely different on the inside. So uh, the first thing I was going to mention is panel walls. Uh, Those really can upgrade an interior room. Uh, You could go with, and you know, the old thing was the picture frame paneling. Uh, but that seems a little dated to me. So I I think something a little fresher would be more of a board and batten or box molding. I think they're casual, but they're elegant and they're just going to add some beautiful detail. And it's just not going to look cookie cutter anymore. And, you know, you could do shiplap, but I think that's kind of been done to death a little bit. That has been done a lot in a lot of different ways, horizontal, vertical, all mm-hmm. sorts of ways. But that is a fantastic idea. I would look first to the floor. You might be able to transform the place completely by just changing the flooring. Sometimes you, when you go into these homes, particularly if it's an older home, you know they might have cleared it out. They might have painted everything white and freshened it up, but maybe they didn't change the flooring and maybe it's different in all the rooms. So my preference is, with the exception of the bathrooms, is to have the same flooring run throughout. So if that's something that you can do, it's within the budget, I would definitely consider doing that because that will make such a big impact in the home. I 100% agree with you. And I love the idea of just the same floor with the exception of your your bathrooms uh, and laundry room. I think it's very easy to do the same flooring throughout. And I've talked to clients before about those uh kind of suburban houses upstairs that have carpet that never had hardwoods underneath. But if you rip it out and you have a good craftsperson, they can transform that subflooring into a really nice wood floor upstairs. Ooh, and how would they use the subflooring itself? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they kind of fill in, patch in the the empty spaces and, uh, you know, sand it down and finish it. Um, you stain it and everything. I've seen it done and it was amazing. Wow, that is such a great thing to know about because that is a big expense. You're tearing something out, then getting rid of that, then buying a new floor and then having that installed. If they could do something with that subflooring, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, now if you get someone old school, they're going to say, you can't do that. But, you know, someone creative definitely can do it. And I've seen it done. Well, don't work with anybody that says you can't do that. <laughs> Because right, you got to find the guy that goes, ooh, that would be fun. Or yeah, the woman exactly. that says, ooh, that would be fun. Exactly. Now, a lot of times in these homes that we're talking about, whether you want to call them cookie cutter or you know basic or what have you, just simple maybe is the word. A lot of times the ceilings are lower. 
and there are no obvious focal points in the interior. You know, they might not even be a fireplace. There just might not be anything special. But we all know that is not hard to add. So you can do a lot with the ceiling uh, to make it more interesting. You know, think about it as the fifth wall. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not high, but you can also do some things with paint and kind of, you know, trick the eye. But you could do some sort of planking on the the ceiling like I've done. You can add a ceiling medallion. It's simple as that. Just something to sort of bring your eye up. Of course, you could paint it a different color. You could even paper the ceiling to make it interesting. Yes. And Edith and Evelyn, the that blog, I'm going to link to that because she covered a popcorn ceiling oh, with yes. planking. And it's just amazing. You're going to love that. I will find that for you and link to it. And you're going to you're going to love it. It's a fabulous yes. solution. So, you know, there's so much you can do with woodwork. Uh, I think putting some beadboard on the walls is also a nice thing. If you have kind of a cottagey feel to your house, uh, you can do that with the wainscoting beadboard. Uh, we also use beadboard in the ceiling of our front and back porch. We actually used reclaimed. So it's actually painted different shades of blue and green. And we just kind of... Uh, kind of mixed up all the boards so it's kind of a melange you know it's just kind of mixed oh, up oh I love and, that yeah I don't think fun. I looked up when I was there oh my gosh I would love to see yeah that. yeah so that's so I mean so you can put beadboard on the ceiling you can put it on the wall you can put it anywhere but it definitely does give a cottage feel uh, if you that's not going to work with your house or that's too much work you know you can just add a chair rail and then paint the lower part of the wall a little different color you know white or something and I think that's a great look I do too. And molding does so much to make a home feel like it has more character and just sort of gives it that oomph that it needs. But that being said, don't get carried away. If you've got eight foot ceilings, you don't want to put a giant crown molding up there that should look like it's in some home with 11 or 10 foot ceilings. So you have to work with the scale. But that being said, it doesn't mean that you couldn't do some interesting molding. Maybe it's just not as wide or as thick. So think about what works. Get some samples. I know at Home Depot, I've done this many a time. You can go right to the aisle and you can saw yourself a little section and and take it home and test it. And you might do a nice combination. Maybe you even just do something really simple, like a quarter round, but maybe then you add a little extra profile to it. Just something that you're not going to see everywhere. It's just not going to be that basic little flat piece of molding that's going around. And the same idea with the window trim. You can certainly trim out your windows uh, a little bit more elaborately than maybe they are. But if you don't want to put your money into that and you're going to put up draperies or curtains, well, you know, just make sure that they're covering that and you don't mm-hmm. even see the basic molding that's there. Well, that's an excellent point. If you don't have trim around the windows and that's something you can afford, that really does make a big difference. I highly mm-hmm. recommend you do that. But if it's not in your budget, then you can put curtains that are framing your window basically on the left and right side. And then it's you're not going to notice that there is no nice trim around there. And I think just as important as that trim around the windows is the baseboard. And I think that's mm. something that really gives it away when you're in a cookie cutter kind of a, a spec house versus a custom house is that suburban little, I don't know, what is it? Three inch, four inch baseboard, um, you know, that they used a lot in the 70s, 80s, right. 90s. Uh, so like if you did a straight bin, it's kind of angled. So if you did that straight piece of like an eight inch, I mean, that is so 
it's so beautiful. It really, you will notice it. So I, I just measured my baseboards. And I think they're eight inches and I think that's a great size, but I, you know, and if you have t- taller ceilings, you can go a little taller than that, but for eight foot ceilings, I would not go any bigger than eight inches. And you're saying you would add that extra bit onto what's already there, right? So you no, no, no. That. I think you're going to have to take the, no, you would have, have to take, take that off. Okay. Oh yeah. You're going to have to take it off. Another thing that I think makes a big difference are hanging doors. Uh, they're, it's really popular now, but I think this is going to be around for a while. Now we've seen a lot with, I'm going to use air quotes here, barn doors. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of barn looking, but that hanging hardware with any kind of door is becoming very popular. Uh, and it doesn't have to be kind of a barn type door. I've seen it with French doors and I've seen it with antique doors and I'm seeing it in very high end homes. I have some doors that I got at a French auction. Uh, we would call them French doors, but in France, they've never, they don't know what a French door, you know, is. You know how we, you know, if it has the panels of, of glass right. in them, we go, oh, right. it's a French door. But they're like, right. what? It's just, a, it's a door with windows in it. Right, right, right. But anyway, but this these were from France and they're. Uh, so they I, were French, French doors. French, French doors. That's right. Okay. And then, so, and the paint's kind of peeling off and everything anyway so I had them treated so they're not going to continue to chip off but I have those hung over my study and it just has a right really nice look and when you're in the study you can't even tell they're hanging doors but it's just a nice extra detail just kind of a fun thing to do and this would be something that would be so easy to add later to your house mm-hmm. so you just need to get the hanging hardware and and the doors yes and the hanging hardware it comes in so many different finishes, just like regular hardware, and so many different looks. So I think you're absolutely right when you say, oh, it's a barn door. People may think that that look really just works with the farmhouse or modern farmhouse or what have you, but that is not true. The door on the track makes so much sense in so many applications. Sometimes you just don't want a door opening up. Sometimes you don't have the room for that or it'll take up too much space. So being able to glide along the track is a wonderful solution. I have some very old doors that we found in the barn here when we were renovating and I wanted to use them somehow. I didn't want to keep them in the house because they're really chippy and old. And uh, so I said, let me use them out in the barn. So one is for the bathroom out there and one is for my laundry room and it's on the tracks. Nice. That worked out beautifully. And also you can create, so if you have an old door that's an antique or something that you want to reuse, you can create the opening to suit the door because it's on the tracks, right? And so it doesn't have to fit perfectly, you know, unless you obviously need to have some privacy or no light peeking in, but, you know, they can kind of just kind of like sit right over them. And I'm working with some clients right now and they're very mid-century modern. And at first the husband was, the same thing that Anita was alluding to, was like, I don't like those barn doors, but uh, the wife and I kept saying, no, this is a great solution. And I found some wonderful brushed nickel hardware that looked really cool and very fresh and modern for for them to use because they have a very narrow hallway and we wanted to do a long a linen closet pantry mm-hmm. area you no way could you open a door there so that was a great solution oh i think you're right i mean and, you know we've got the house that we rent out our vacation rental and there's a couple of places where they put in doors where there's one door knocking into another door. Right. And I'm thinking, why did they do this? Although pocket doors, you have to have the interior space for them mm-hmm. to disappear into the wall. But that's the beauty of these barn doors. You just need room for them to slide exteriorly on, you know, on the exterior of the wall. 
So these are just so much easier to add later on than a pocket door. You don't have to worry about what's between the walls. I had on my list to upgrade the interior doors. So in addition to being able to do these barn doors or doors on tracks, you could decide to upgrade the interior doors. Sometimes on a home, especially if it's in in the lower price point, you're going to have hollow doors. Sometimes it's even higher price spec homes. That's just what the contractor or the builder did was just put in, I need a door and they just do a hollow core door. It makes a big difference to have a solid wood door. And even if you can't afford a solid wood door, if it's a flat panel and flat panel doesn't really go with your whole vibe, you can add molding to the doors. Mm-hmm. Just And, you know, you could just do a big, long rectangle or you could do two different rectangles, a rectangle and square. You can imagine there's so many different uh, possibilities. And then, of course, changing out the hardware. Right. And paint the door a different color. Yeah. I mean, I painted my doors a gray a much darker gray than the wall color a long time ago and it seems like that's that's a common thing now that where we've gone in houses and it seemed like a lot of places have dark gray doors so that's something that you can do that's They've going been to watching you well what can i say <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure other people have done that too Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Looking for something new and original to watch? Well, look no further than Acorn TV. Acorn TV is the largest commercial-free British streaming service that features compelling stories, exclusive premieres, and originals you won't find anywhere else. And you'll get thousands of hours of new content on Acorn for a fraction of the cost of most streaming services at only $6.99 per month. I am really enjoying Good Karma Hospital. It's set in India. It's a really great, witty, and heartwarming medical drama. It is really sun-drenched, colorful escapism. So check it out only on Acorn TV. And you can get Acorn TV for 30 days for free by going to acorn.tv and use our promotion code DTT. Use lowercase, and that's acorn, A-C-O-R-N dot TV, using the promotion code DTT to get your first 30 days free. Dads are one of the hardest people to shop for. You want to get them something thoughtful, useful, and memorable. And that's why we're telling you about Aura Frames. The Aura Digital Frame was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, and it's guaranteed to make dads smile. You can instantly frame photos from any device, anywhere, and invite the whole family to join in the fun through the Aura app. It really is so easy to use. We loved setting ours up, and we have so much fun watching the photos go by. And now until Father's Day, you can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. And you use the code DTT to get up to $20 off while supplies last. And I emphasize while supplies last because last year, Aura completely sold out for Father's Day. That's Aura.com and use the code DTT to get up to $20 off. Terms and conditions apply. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, 
any project you want to talk about, any room, any space, we are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon. Something, you know, I love plates and dishes. So of course, I need lots of storage for plates, but plate racks, plate racks are a great thing to add to your house. And even if you don't collect them as much as I do, it's just a nice way to add some interest. So if you, and if you have a breakfast room, for example, and you don't really have room to put a buffet there or some sort of storage for dishes or a cabinet or anything, you know, put those plate racks on the wall. They're not, they don't stick out very far and it's a great place to store them. Yeah. And I would say go big on something like that. Maybe get two. Make it a real big statement rather than just like four little yes. plates. You know, yes, six, exactly. 16 plates or something like that. And, and even if you don't have 16 that you'd want to display, get the racks. You can put them up as you collect or as you find things that you'd like to put out there. But I would make it a really big statement rather than just some little dinky thing. Well, I agree with that. And that's kind of what I had in mind is rather than buying a plate rack, usually they're too small because I'm really talking about something that's four to five feet wide, Mm. I think is really going to make the biggest kind of statement. Now, I have one that's about two feet wide, but it goes, it's like floor to ceiling in my breakfast room on either sides of the window. So I've got quite a few platters on, on both sides. I love that. I just want to jump back to those painted doors because I did that in my hallway upstairs. I was thinking about for the longest time. And then the day we were doing, I was really nervous. And the painter was like, it's going to look really good. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, good. Thank you. I needed that little extra. What color did you paint them? Black. Oh, yeah, yeah. Painting the doors black was a great idea, it turns out. It really looks sharp. Oh, I'm sure it is stunning. I, that that sounds so beautiful. But whatever color you do, I think just co- paint them something different from the wall color. And I think you're going to love it, whether it's black, gray, maybe it's blue, maybe green, whatever. But I think that's a great thing to do. It's going to add so much interest. And that's really something easy for the homeowner to do themselves. Another thing I think that we don't really think about, but this could add a very dramatic change to your a shower or your bathtub is to put one of those large rain shower heads in there. If you have one of those small ones, change that out and it's going to look high end just immediately. And I know you do have to hire probably a plumber to do it, but I don't think it would be that horribly expensive to do. How about some floor to ceiling bookcases? In a home like this, where each room is very similar, it's kind of a you know, white or whatever color it's painted square or maybe a little bit of a rectangle. Why not just go wall to wall or in between two windows and go floor to ceiling and put in a fabulous bookcase? Wouldn't be too hard to make if you have, you know, the inclination to do that yourself. Probably not too expensive if you had a carpenter come in or get those Billy bookcases. Or there's a lot of places online that offer unfinished furniture. And I know that there are bookcases on those sites that are not that expensive. And then you could paint it a pop color, do something really fun with it. Uh, I love, love, love that idea. You can use it for display or for books. So I think that's a fabulous idea. You know, something else I think people don't think about is wall sconces. And you can get them wired in 
or just hang them. You know, some of them have a cord on that you can plug in, and those, you know, anybody can do. You don't have to hire an electrician, but that's such a nice way to add another form, another source of light. And uh, I just think a lot of them are really beautiful. I have a lot of those in my house. They're great. So many different companies make them. I know Lamps Plus because I have two sets of these now. I have the oil rub bronze and I also have the gold. Lamps Plus has a pair, really good looking, all metal. They extend from the wall a little bit. They're the non-hardwired, so they're the plug-in kind. And they usually range from like $79 when they're on sale to $99 for the pair. Mm. Then from Lamps Plus, and I'm sure other places too, you can get that channeling. So you get, the, if you don't want to see the cord, especially, yeah, right? Especially if it's a, um, you know, one of those plastic coated regular kind of cords. Mm-hmm. If oh, it's yeah. a cloth cord, that's kind of cool, but you're going to end up paying a lot more money for a sconce like that. You can just get the metal channeling that matches the finish that of the the sconce, and then you just attach that to the wall with some little screws, and you could just take it to the point where you're not going to see the wire anymore, particularly if it's going behind a bed or behind a sofa or something like that. So that is an excellent way to get some terrific lighting, and you know we're all about good lighting. I think you just talked me into getting some of those. I'm going to go look at them. Oh, yeah, you should. They're great. They're really great. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So something else that you can do is um, change out the shades in your windows. Um, you know, if they're if they're looking old, if you've got mini blinds, if you've got some other kind of window treatments that you're tired of, I mean, check out, you know, the possibility of getting new blinds. I mean, sometimes it's just time to get new shades. Mm-hmm. Or just take them off if you don't really need them. Right. I mean, I assume if you have them on the window, you do need them. I mean, in bedrooms, you do for sure. But Right, right. Now, if there's a fireplace, consider the possibility of updating it. You could paint the brick. You could take the mantle off. You could paint the mantle. You could add corbels. There are just so many things you could do. It's so easy to upgrade a fireplace and a mantle. And if even if you like it, don't leave it empty. You know, either you're going to have the logs in there and it's going to look like something's going on, or if you don't use it or you don't use it during certain months of the year and you don't have it where it's gas and you have those logs that are in there all the time, put a fern in it. Or if you do have a situation where the logs are in there because it's a gas fireplace and you can't get them out, get a nice screen and put it in front of it. You don't want to have a black hole in your house. And sometimes in a house where there wasn't a lot of character to start out with, the fireplace and the mantle is really basic, but it doesn't have to stay that way. It is not hard to change it at all. And we are big advocates of painting the brick. I know it's controversial, but (laughs) we are really pro painting the brick. Oh, yes, we definitely are. Another thing is changing out the lighting in the room. Uh, So many times, you know, people just think, well, I'm just stuck with it because I have to get an electrician, but it really may not be as much money as you think it is. And if you hate the lighting, I think it's going to be worth it for you. Uh, This is going to make a difference. And then, you know, a lot of us have these ceiling fans that came with our house that have the really, oh, that's the standard tulip Mm. lights. I mean, that just screams, you know, 1985 or, oh, yeah. I don't know, 1998. So you, there are so many 
They're still out there, though. There's they are out, out there. Yeah. They, I saw them at my mom's house. <laughs> so <laughs> they're there. There's so many good-looking ceiling fans now. And where in the past there was really just the one style, now there are some really good-looking ceiling fans. There's so many different options. There's so many different light kits. It really, if you have those, it's it's time. Just check it out. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised with the options that are available. Oh, so true. I mean, let's just all do this together. Picture walking into a very basic square-shaped room. It's painted white. There's nothing really in there except Anita's mother's <laughs> ceiling fan. <laughs> Now, okay, now picture walking into that same room, but there's a really cool new looking ceiling fan. It could be very ultra modern or it could be something really simple, but it doesn't have those glass tulipy things like she's talking about. It's just looking like it's of the time. Yes. What a difference. Just that one thing. Uh, you might be thinking that you can't afford to replace the ceiling fan or it's working just fine and you hate to replace it, one option is just to change out the light kit. Mm. So just keep the fan and just change out the lights because uh, there's so many options for the lights that look so much better than those tulip lights. Right. And if you have those paddles that are the faux brown plastic (laughs) wood-ish thing, Take them off and spray paint them. Make them white. Yeah. Make yeah. them a different dark navy. Something. I like, like that. the white. I like the white ones because most ceiling fans are just not attractive, and I like that the white just kind of disappears uh, right. with the ceiling. So I think exactly. that's because it's just yeah, a lot of them just are not attractive. Right, and just rifting off this whole ceiling fan idea. It's you know just because there's a ceiling fan there doesn't mean you have to put a ceiling fan back. You can put a different kind of light fixture there as well, and that goes for everything. Just because it's there, and even if you put it there, but certainly if you're buying a house and someone used this room this way, or there was a ceiling fan in this room, that doesn't mean you have to do it that way. So this is all about making uh, a very simple home have character, but every single space that you live in, we want you to make it your own. So, you know, just keep that in mind as well, which I, I hope you all do. Texture. Texture is your friend in any home, but really is going to be in your friend in a very simple home that doesn't have a lot of built-in character. So you can add a lot of interesting texture. Uh, and today isn't all about decor items per se, but you can add texture in in the type of flooring that you choose. You could even add some grass cloth wall coverings. There are so many ways to work in different textures into the home, and that will add a tremendous amount of character. Well, back to the ceilings, we talked about paneling the ceiling uh, with wood, but the faux wood beams, they have come a long way. Mm. Uh, you know, I actually did go to the salvage yard and selected some uh, barn wood to put on my, uh, you know, some old beams to put in my kitchen. But, you know, the thing is, you don't have to do that anymore. There's some really nice faux wood beams. So they're going to be cheaper. They're going to be easier to find. They're going to be a lot more lightweight. So they're easier for you to install or for someone else to install. So I think that's really something to look at. And you definitely can add that after the fact because they're just going to be decorative. You know, you're not going to be adding them at this point to be load-bearing. Right. You're not holding up the house with those. Okay. So what's our defines for today, Anita? 
Well, I thought I'd hearken back to what I mentioned earlier, which was board and batten. And I thought I would uh, explain what that is. So that's a type of exterior siding or interior paneling that has alternating wide boards and narrow wooden strips called battens. The boards are usually one foot wide and they're placed horizontally or vertically. So it can go either way. And the battens are usually about a half an inch wide. And I'm sure you've seen them on exteriors as well. It's a very common look where I am on a lot of the Craftsman style houses. I love that look. So the battens are recessed, right? Yes. Yes. Right. So I love that look. It, that's great. And I'm sure that you can get kits for that or you can make it. Or my gosh, you could probably make it yourself or someone that's handy that has some of that equipment that you need to do things like that. <laughs> could make it out of plywood, just really nice quality plywood and then paint it. It's fantastic. Oh, Absolutely. Idea. Oh, absolutely. And it's a beautiful look. And you know what? I'm going to link to uh, Rhoda of Southern Hospitality. She did that in her house, and it is just beautiful. My crush is really in keeping with what we talked about today. And when I was getting ready for this episode, I thought, I'm going to look back in my emails and see where I ordered the giant ceiling medallion from. Sweet. Ah. Yeah, we converted our garage into a gym during COVID, which is such a great thing that we did. We're Are you using, using it? All the time. In fact, I used it right Impressive. today. Yes. We had an issue where there was kind of this big opening that needed to be covered. I planked the ceiling. Well, I didn't personally do it, but I had someone plank the ceiling. But still, there was a big opening. So I needed a very big ceiling medallion to sort of cover all of the this sort of jagged hole. And so one that you could buy off the shelf wasn't going to cut it. And I didn't want it to be too frou-frou because it's a gym and, and it's, you know, it's outside. So I just looked online and lo and behold, this place came up, architecturaldepot.com. They had a ceiling medallion uh, that was just perfect for me. It's interesting shape, kind of trimmed out, but not one of those you would picture, you know, in a French chateau or something like that. Not like the ones that I have inside the house. Very simple, but it was 36 inches by 21. So a really nice size, and it, it was perfect. It was going to cover any of the things that we wanted to hide. But that company not only does ceiling medallions, they have molding, shutters, columns, faux wood beams, corbels, brackets, uh, PVC millwork, uh, things to cover your ventilation, uh, doors, windows, weather vanes, cupolas, and things for your yard and garden. It is a really great site. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm going to have to check that out. That sounds yeah. wonderful. So we'll link it in the show notes. It's architecturaldepot.com, but we'll have the link if you want to click through at the show notes. Well, my crush is a new flat iron I got for my hair uh, because mine was uh, acting up and it kept shutting off. And uh, anyway, I'm very excited because this one is just so much nicer. It's oversized and it's it's just doing a great job. It's not shutting off like the old one, doesn't snag my hair, and it's titanium. It's not ceramic, so that's supposed to be better. And it just, I don't know, it's doing a great job. And I think it's kind of nice looking because it's rose gold. So I was oh, like, okay. so why not get something a little prettier if you can? Yeah. Um, yes. And I'll include the link to that. And it was very reasonably priced too. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. And remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.